Hi, I'm Jamie Catania of Shovel the Sidewalk. We're a marketing firm in Buffalo, New York, building brands and creating advertising for small businesses. And we utilize the power of authentic storytelling. That's why we created Sidewalk Talk. It's a way for business owners, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs to share stories of inspiration, motivation, and education. And on today's episode, I have the owner of Revolver Records, Phil McAmer. Phil, appreciate you being on the show. How's everything going? Hey, thanks for having me. Things are going well. Everything's going well. Very good. Very good. So just want to start off with the show. It's all about storytelling and how people, you know, came up with an idea and brought it to life. And with you, you got two record store locations, one on Elmwood and one on Hurdle, correct? That is right. Yeah, absolutely. Would, would love to hear how, how this idea came about and uh, really where it all came from and where you're at right now. Sure, man. Yeah. I mean, I've always been a big music guy. Um, you know, I got into vinyl probably like the beginning of this new, you know, the new wave of, of vinyl people, uh, vinyl collectors. Um, you know, there are some people that still, you know, are just new to it. And but anyway, I've probably been collecting for, uh, I would say almost 15 years. And um, I didn't have records when I was a kid, but when I got into it, I, I it hit me hard. You know, I got, I got bit by the vinyl bug pretty hard um, when I was just getting out of high school, I guess. And, um, but yeah, I, uh, I, I was a big collector for a long time. And then, you know, as I've said many times, you know, to people, if you collect something, you generally become uh, a dealer in some aspect. And so uh, I started selling on eBay and I sold at record shows and, um, you know, to friends and things like that. Um, and then it turned into a, a weekly flea market stand at this place in the Elmwood Village called The Peddler. They do every Saturday. Um, I also, uh, you know, I started setting up, a, I was like a mobile record shop for several years. And um, I sold out of my garage as well. It was like by appointment, people would come and take a look at my garage, um, you know, and then eventually I landed on my shop on Hurdle. Um, it was our first location almost five years ago. And um, and then just a few years ago, we opened the Elmwood shop. Uh, but it was a slow, you know, process, uh, you know, getting into what we do. And uh, but but it certainly was worth the wait and worth the work. And uh, yeah, I'm happy with how things are going. Absolutely, man. I know these things don't happen overnight. And um you know, I, I do like how you brought up when, when you get into something and you collect something, you, you, you kind of fall into that dealer category where it's just like, hey, you know, I come across this rare record. I could trade you. I could sell it to you. And it's just, right. it's like another, it's another network. And, um, you know, that brings me to the point of vinyl in general. You know, people have always liked the physical aspect of music. We had a track and cassette why vinyl though right now especially with uh the past like five years i feel like it's kind of made a little bit of a comeback with cds kind of disappearing yeah i mean i i it's definitely that's the question and i talk about this quite a bit and um like i don't know for somebody that that does buy records or who is buying records regularly it's fairly obvious um but it's kind of hard to put into words like i usually use the term it's like a welcomed inconvenience and uh it, it's this thing that you know you, you just love uh to watch it and to to the physicality of it it's really i guess it's the ultimate physical media you know you feel it's like it's like a personal connection to this you know artwork i have records next to me here but to hold this thing and to read it 
and uh, and to see it and to smell it, like to smell the paper and the record, you know, uh, it's awesome. And you know, for me, I do buy a lot of uh, of new records, and I, I love new music. But like, I, I certainly collect more so uh, vintage records and original pressings of things. And I want I I want things the original way that it was it was released. I wanted the first pressing. I want you know the you know nice copy of uh, you know the way it came out. I think that it, like, I don't know that, you know, there's a better way to experience it. Like this is like, it's almost like an artifact. Um, and then to almost, you know, I, I don't, I'm not a young person that, that is just getting into vinyl, but there are a lot of teen teenagers that come in uh, buying records. And it's almost, it's almost like in a contrary aspect, like the kids that are, you know, in their teens, their parents didn't have records and they didn't grow up with that. But it's like, I'm doing this, you know, because my parents, not, not, you know, deliberately, you know, contrary, but like, you know, they didn't do this and like my parents don't understand it. So, you know, this is, uh, you know, something that I, I, I'm going to, you know, be into. And, uh, um, I just think, I think it's just, there's people that dig physical media. They want to own the things that they love. And there's a lot of people that don't care. They just want to have it on Spotify or whatever. And that's fine too. But, um, you know, when I love an album, a new record, if I hear something that I can, I want to own it. And that's, that's, you know, I feel that there's a lot of people that feel the same way. I think there's also an, an excitement um, when you don't know what to expect with the record. So like for me, I, I, I like creating music, producing music. And when I'm searching for records, the, the art is what draws my eye. If I don't, you know, know who the, uh, the artist is if I've never heard of heard of the album. So the art to me, I think is, is the biggest thing. And I remember, uh, I think in a past conversation, you were talking about like how records have like different colors and stuff on that. Um, right, right. Do you, do you come across those that much? Like those rare records that uh, whether it's clear, red, blue, like, do you, do you see those a lot or is that sure. really rare? No, I mean, it, you know, with vintage records, it's a lot less common uh, it just, it wasn't, you know, 99% of, of vintage records are black vinyl. Um, nowadays, it's really common. Like uh, most pressings are, I wouldn't say most, but maybe half of the records are on colored vinyl. Or there's a version that you could buy, whether it's, a, you know, a, a, what they call indie exclusive, which is something that you could only buy in an indie record shop. Or they'll have like, uh, the band will sell an exclusive copy on their website. Um, you know, that's on a colored record. Um, but yeah, with as far as vintage records go, it's just, it's not nearly as common. Uh, so a lot of people who, you know, they'll sell me their record collections and they'll say, oh, this is a blue one. And it's like something that's worth $5. They'll think it's worth a fortune. Um, you know, but it's not necessarily worth more or anything like that if it has a, uh, you know, colored record. But it is fun to see, you know, some vintage records they decide to go with a different color. But yeah, for some reason, they just weren't that creative with it back then. I don't know. Now it's, 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 like I said, they get crazy swirls and splatters and, you know, they get really creative with the naming of the, the different colors. And it's a big, it's a big deal. Like there's some people that are like, I don't want to buy it um, because I want the colored vinyl version. I, I, I really, you know, I don't want the black one. I want the color. And they'll like hold off on buying the record because they think that, you know, they, they want to get the colored one, but uh, it's, it's definitely become a collectible aspect of the, uh, of the you know of the field for sure yeah it's it's fun having that like exclusivity factor being yeah. like the first one to have something or just kind of like holding off on it um 
what do, what do you recommend for, for somebody that, you know, is watching or listening to this right now? They have no idea about anything when it comes to vinyl, what to look for. They don't have the right setup. Uh, what would your advice be for that person that's like ready to, ready to go? What's the first thing that you would recommend for them? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, uh, you know, typically when, when people do come in and they're very new and, you know, it's, it's always exciting, uh, you know, for them, oh, this is the first shop I've been to or the, you know, I've just started collecting this week. And, um, you know, obviously people are going to go with what they know and, uh, you know, which is totally cool. And I feel like you could come to a shop 10 times before you but have to, you, 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 you know, you, you, you run out of things to buy that you know. Um, but I feel like like the biggest you know advice I would give is just be open minded. Like to me, a big aspect of this collectible and this this world is learning about music. And uh, you know that 15 years ago when I first started collecting records, uh, yeah, I was going to the flea markets and buying Beatles and Doors and Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd and all that stuff, like everyone does when they first start. But then you know I I, I didn't the one day I go and then they don't have anything I know and. Uh, the guy's like, oh, you should check out this jazz record. I'm like, I've never listened to jazz on my own in my life at that point. And, and now I love it. And I mean, I, I'm not the biggest jazz head around, but there are people that take a, 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 you know, a 90 degree turn and start listening to something completely different. And now they're all about it. And I think that's awesome. I think, like I said, keep an open mind, uh, you know, certainly talk to people about it. There's like some local vinyl groups on Facebook that are really cool and people are, are very helpful and, and kind, uh, you know, about listening and, 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 and encouraging people to listen to new music. But that's really what it's about. I feel like, you know, the, the, the saying is like, when someone comes in, I always ask, hey, let me know if there's anything I can help you find uh, or whatever. But if, like, if you're looking, if they say, if you're, you're looking for something specific, that's the wrong answer, you know? The, the right answer is coming in there with an open mind and flip through and take some time if you have it. and uh, and just find find something you want to hear, you know, and, and or maybe you don't know or whatever. And uh, you know, that's that's the right the right answer is oh I don't know what I'm looking for I'm just here to dig, you know. That's the right answer. But that, like I said, keep an open mind, and uh, you know, yeah, I mean, you feel free to make a few mistakes. It's not the end of the world if you buy a record that you don't love. Uh, you know, you can usually trade it or sell it online or whatever, or trade it back in. Um, it's not the end of the world or just hang on to it. You may dig it some other time or, you know, whatever. But um, yeah, I would say keep an open mind. This is definitely important to, uh, to check out some new stuff. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's great advice. I think that's the fun in it is not knowing what to expect, not really having an end goal and just kind of letting, you know, your, your senses kind of take over and randomly find. And I love how you brought up too. It's an opportunity for people to kind of go, a different path when it comes to music. Maybe they put off and were a little bit biased where they're like, eh, I don't, I don't like country or I don't like rock or whatever genre it might be. And then that one record that they put on kind of changes their whole outlook on, on a yeah. whole yeah. genre of music. Um, That's happened many times where I, I, I like, I, I don't, I don't, I would never say I like country, but like, you know, I'm like 15 years ago, I would never have said that, but now it's like, man, there's some, really really killer stuff out there and, and you know it's just there's i don't know i always hate when people say especially going the opposite way too we're like a lot of older folks that'll come in and oh there's nothing good that's new it's like man you just haven't heard the good new stuff there's some great great new stuff out there i mean each week there's new albums that come out you just you just it's not on your radar you know it's not you, you, and it's okay i mean a lot of people are kind of stuck in their 
time period and you know whatever a lot of people do that that's cool but i think it's really important to check out new stuff i feel like you know there's just a lot of cool interesting you know you can hear the the influence of this influence of that and they're kind of melding that stuff together i mean that's how arts works for for centuries you know i mean you know these people took from painting and whatever you know like the uh they use renaissance painting and impressionist and you know whatever and put, kind of meld this kind of stuff together uh, I don't know. It's it's just it's very cool. I I love it. Absolutely, that's what art's all about. Is just taking influence from out, elsewhere and kind of combining and add your own twist. It all makes sense. Music and arts all together. With um, people that are you know interested in coming to the shop, um, what are some of the ways that they can uh, you know get a record from you? I know that they're still kind of concerned during the time of this recording. We're we're living through a pandemic, COVID nineteen, right now. Um, what, what are you offering for people that might be like a little skeptical with, with going into the store? Yeah. I mean, one, you know, we're certainly, we're open. Um, and you know, we are taking precautions, uh, you know, that, that are necessary. Obviously here in New York, it's everyone's still wearing masks everywhere they go you know, inside the store. Got to wear a mask with several signs that say that people have tried to come in without them and we, promptly say hey bud you got to put on your mask and some people are kind of mad about it but most people are totally cool and they understand the way it works uh, we've got a hand sanitizer available at the door of each shop uh, you know we encourage people to use that before and then after they leave if they uh you know if they like um and we also encourage people to social distance we've, we've limited the number of people that can be in the shops um you know they say they want you to do half of your occupancy, um, but I've done much less than that just to be safe about it. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, we, you know, we're just just trying to be be safe. I'm also still offering, um, you know, curbside pickup for people who would like to do that instead of coming in the shop. Um, we have an online store that people can buy directly through, or they can contact us, call the shop, buy it over the phone, uh, and come pick it up. We're also delivering still. Uh, within five miles of either shop and um, what was the other thing uh, we're doing um, well mail no you can you can buy it through the mail you can ship you know it's cheap to ship records uh, you know we, we, we send we send hundreds of things out you know every month um, but yeah we're just we're keeping it safe you know it, so far it's been it's been pretty cool everyone's been you know pretty respectful we haven't had any any real you know crazy issues yet and uh we have the you know barriers and stuff at the register so you don't have to be face to face you know with people and um you know just keeping it keeping it cool i uh i, I it's been it's been pretty awesome so far fortunately here in erie county um we, we the numbers are are very very low i know that there's other places in the country where it's it's going up numbers are going up here it's it's we're down to you know, seemingly a few dozen cases of COVID in, uh, in all of Erie County, Western New York. And um, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, I just read that the other day, but, um, you know, I, I think but because people are taking these precautions and, you know, continue to do so, even though the numbers are still very low, uh, you know, we're, we're going to, we're going to play it safe. And it's been going pretty well so far. It's been very, very busy since we opened. People have been excited to be out and shopping again. Everyone's been, you know, oh man, I've just, and sitting at the house I've, I've just this is it feels good to, to come in and dig again you know i i've explained um what we do and and the shop is like you know 
if, if you, you go to work all day, you're working for someone else, or you, you have a family and you're providing for your family and working at your house, whatever, like searching for records is, a, it's like a, it's a, something you do for yourself. You know, it's almost like, like, a, I don't want to say selfish because, but without a better word to use, uh, I would say that like you're, you're digging, you're looking, you're spending your own time. You're looking for something that you want to add to your collection. And, uh, it's just people get lost in it. You know, I, I love seeing that when people are like, man, they've been there for two hours and they don't even blink and they got a big stack of records. And they're like, this is, this is what I want to do today. And like I can really relate to that. There's days where I just, I need to do something. I want to pick what happens. And, and I think that that's why people really love it. And they're just excited to be in there and digging around and making their own selections. This is something I'm choosing. I might not have gotten to choose you know, some things this week because I have a family or I have a job, but this is what I'm choosing to do. And I'm choosing, you know, to, to really enjoy myself. And so I'm happy to be able to be open again. This has been, it's been pretty great. Absolutely. And I can vouch for that. It's a very therapeutic experience being able to, to search and just kind of getting lost in time and time is just irrelevant at that point. So yeah, I, yeah, I agree with you a hundred percent. That's for you. You know, it's like you're, 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 you're gathering your own taste. It's not like you know, you're, I mean, unless you're buying a gift for somebody or something like that, but if you're, you're in there, you're, you're buying for yourself. And I think that's, I mean, sometimes you need to do, I don't do enough of that myself. I, I, I don't buy a lot of things for myself. I mean, I buy records sometimes, but like, you know, sometimes you just need to, you need to spoil yourself. And this is one way that people like to do it. So. Absolutely. Well, we're about to wrap it up in a second. I got one last question for you. Uh, for those right now who, whether they're, um, you know, in college, they're not in their career yet, or somebody that, um, you know, is looking to start their own business, what would be your recommendation for, for those that are looking to take that, that entrepreneurial path? Cool. I, uh, you know, I, I, I've said this a bunch of times too, where people, they just need to be prepared. You know, I, I, I always hear, you know, and see small businesses that they jump into it and, uh, they don't really have a local presence already. And they, they just, go into it and, and they might have a passion for what they're doing for sure. Uh, but they don't really have a good business sense. And that's something that, you know, you might, you, you might, I don't want to say you can certainly learn it, but uh, there's some people that don't have that inherently. And, you know, I would say do it for a while, you know, on a small level, like I'm not, everybody has the exact opportunity that I had um, to be able to start, from a really small level, just selling a few things here and there and then building very slowly. I, 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 not everybody has, you know, whatever, six, seven years that I had to, to build the business, but even just taking a year and, and, you know, doing an online business of what you're going to do and, and getting a really good idea of the market and what, you know, like I, I see people do even the record store thing where like, you know, they might not have so much experience and they I open the shop and, it's not going particularly the way they expected it. Well, you have to have experience doing this, it's, you know, and that goes for anything, whether you're selling baseball cards or collectibles or toys or any of that, you know, like I said, learning the business, learning the market uh, is really important. And, uh, you know, jumping into it too early could be a disaster. And uh, I guess I've seen it dozens of times, people I know personally, um, you know, you know, I think that's really the way to go. You have to really become immersed in it. Um, you know, make it, you know, if you want it to become your, uh, your job, it has to be your job or at least part of your job. You know what I mean? You can't just, okay, tomorrow I'm, I'm now a business owner. I'm going to, I'm going to continue to 
to do it. You know, it just you have to be prepared and and have a good idea of what you what's going on. Know your know your product and know uh, you know your your area. Why why did you choose this area to open the business? Um, you know, it, not to say everyone has to be on Elmwood or Hurdle like my shops or anything like that. It doesn't make sense. If I was doing a different kind of business, I might be somewhere else. But uh, but certainly do it on some some level before jumping into it. Awesome. Bill, I appreciate you being on the show. This, this was great. Um, thank you for the advice. Thank you for your time. And uh, good luck with everything. Congrats on that second location. I know that was more, more recently um, going on to Elmwood. So yeah, absolutely. Congrats all around. Glad everything's going well. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me, dude. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. You could stream all of our episodes by visiting shovelthesidewalk.com and clicking the Sidewalk Talk tab. If you or somebody you know would like to be a guest, there's a simple form that you could fill out and we'll get back to you right away. Thank you again for listening. Thank you for watching. This has been Sidewalk Talk.